Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Dirt and Sprague. Holy crap. What happened? You got pink eye. With Andy Dirt Johnson. You and each other butterfly kisses or something? Ha ha ha. Very funny. That's not how you get pink eye. You get it from poo particles making their way into your ocular cavities. And Brendan Sprague. I farted on Jason's pillow as a practical joke. He farted on Jonah's thinking it was mine. And then eventually pink eyed my pillow. Um, not proud of any of this. But I think we've all forgotten. Forgiving each other. Dirt and spray gone 1080. You can get pink eye from farting in a pillow? Totally. That's awesome. The fan. All right, welcome back in hour number two. Dirt and spray here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. Congratulations to Ryan Buckley yesterday, named the official full-time producer of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. How about that? Good for you, Buck. About damn time. Yeah, that, that took a while. But uh, it got itself sorted out. We have a lot to get to here in the second hour of the show. Uh, 7.30, Bobby Marks is going to hop on with us. Uh, ESPN NBA front office insider and former front office exec. He had something about the Blazers, so we'll get his thoughts on this uh, this start by your Portland Trail Blazers. So we'll talk with Bobby Marks at 7.30. we got Statter Story coming up in the next hour at 8.15. Uh, but... Portland Trailblazers won dirt. You know what means uh, what time it is, right? Uh, I'll be your dream. I'll be your wish. I'll be your fantasy. I'll be your rope. I'll be your love. Be everything that you need. I love you more with every breath. Truly, madly, deeply do. I will be strong. I will be faithful. Because I'm counting on a new beginning. A reason for living. A deeper I think we just call that the Kevin Do music. I Kevin. think we just do the Kevin Do drop. I wanted to stand on a mountain with Shaden Sharp last night. I did stand on a mountain with Shaden <laughs> oh, Sharp. How good was that in the first half? I want to stand on a mountain with you, buddy. That was great. That was unbelievable. Jeremy Grant with a season high in points. His, he has a three-game stretch here now. It's the highest he's had. His second highest was in 2021. So Jeremy Grant continues to play like an all-star. He had 29 points last night. Uh, when's uh, our boy Drew Eubanks going to be inserted into the starting lineup? <laughs> well, I was going to get there, but okay, if you just want to throw that out there. Uh, I was a little verklempt last night. <laughs> the, the shack of Troutdale, as he's been proclaimed by Mike Richmond, 
Uh, had himself a night. Chauncey Billups said he's really proud and happy for Drew Eubanks and what he's been doing. I, I think it's clear as day, man. Like, number 27 left, and they got better. The plus-minus, you guys know I'm not a big plus-minus guy. It's uh, stark. It was plus 28 with Drew Eubanks, a minus 21 with Yusuf <laughs> Nurkic. So, so when Yusuf Nurkic is on the floor, they're 21 points worse. And when Drew Eubanks is on the floor, they're 28 nice. points better. That's a 49-point differential. That is kids. so huge. bad. In in 15 minutes, he was a minus 21. It, it's a huge in differential. In 15 minutes. It was his first game back. I To be fair to the big guy, it was his first game back. That being said... I don't know what you do here. I think this is a weird See, spot for it because I'm happy that this team is playing the way they are. Because you're right. If you bench him, then he's done. I don't think there's any need to bench him. I, this is what Nurkic is. This is what he's always going to be. He, he is going to give you a game when you're like, wow, look at that. Good Nurkic showed up. And he's going to finish around the rim. And he's going to be engaged on the defensive end. And maybe he's going to knock down a three. And he's going to set good screens. He's not going to pout. He's not going to be a baby. And you're like, hey, there's the guy that we wanted to be our starting center. And then you're going to have games like last night. And to, to have the ability to have a Drew Eubanks that you go to immediately, like you could tell within the first 90 seconds of that game that Nurkic wasn't engaged, he didn't really care, he was missing shots around the rim, he was playing horrible defense, and they just said, get his ass out of there. And they brought in Drew Eubanks, who it's another one that you look back on. We all thought was going to be the liability of this team. You're back up big. What are you going to do? You're going to get out, man. You're going to be out. Teams are going to be bigger than you and stronger than you. He's not a center. He's like six foot ten, six foot nine. How is this guy a center in the NBA? And he has had an unbelievable season because I think he epitomizes what this team has done well early on in the year. He plays tough. He plays his ass off every night. He shows effort. He's getting into fights. He's at the free throw line at the end of the game. And he's got like scratches all over his chest. Like he's the kind of guy that you want as the 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 opposite end of the spectrum big to use of Nurkic. So I don't think you need to bench him. I think you just have a, a short leash. If Nurkic doesn't show up, get his ass out of there and bring in Drew Eubanks. I mean, Eubanks doubled his minutes. Doubled his minutes, and he that's what you should do. Him. He... Go all the way back to the first game of the season. Remember, when we thought it was a big deal. Nurkic wasn't in the closing lineup. Yeah. It was Eubanks because it was more beneficial for them to go small. Yeah, he can definitely out there on the pick and roll. You know, if they want him to hedge, he still has enough quickness to get back, try to block a shot. It, it, his footwork's much better than Nurk's, and you just want to put him in the incredible suit and see if you could stretch him out for two inches. So let me <laughs> let me add, yeah, because I I'm happy for Drew Eubanks. Like I, I but hate... it's awesome. He's he's found a home. He's found a spot in the NBA, and he can be a backup big as long as his his legs support him. I uh, I hate every team in the former now defunct Mount Hood Conference for personal reasons. I am the Prince of Park Rose, but. I'm happy to see a Northwest local Portland yeah. kid, Troutdale. Reynolds High School. Go all the way up, go to Oregon State, play a pretty good career at Oregon State, and get a shot in the NBA after going through the Spurs G League team, and boom, here he goes. And it, it, Talk about feeling great, right? Dame's got to be happy. Shaden had a great game. Ant got it going in the second half of that. Jeremy Grant continues to play like an all-star. I, I promise you, nobody left that game in their car last night happier than Drew Eubanks going, I just did that for my hometown team. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, Against yeah. my former team, yep. by the way, yep. who gave up on me and said, yeah, you can go to Portland. We don't care. And he he went and did that. And so I, I was really happy for Drew Eubanks last night. Jeremy Grant, buddy, 
you just keep shooting 46% from three. <laughs> Guy can't miss. You are going to be an all-star. He yeah. obviously is very shy and not very media savvy. Did you see his post-game with Brooke? Yeah. I didn't see the post-game. No. Yeah, he, he wore the body mic for the game. I saw that throughout the game. They kept showing the And more people stuff. came up to, Yeah, everybody knew he was wearing it, so everybody else came up and said something, and he barely uttered five words. <laughs> like, like Brooke was doing everything she could to ask a question. He was like, yeah, you know, I, I, I just try. He would just like barely, he doesn't like to talk to me. Yeah. He's not a big media guy. He's not That's an outgoing I, personality that way. Yeah, he's more, um, me and my teammates, and I only care about this stuff. Yeah. But that doesn't matter to me. He's playing fantastic basketball. I, I guess what I would ask, though, is Swag was texting us last night in real time. Our favorite chats are in real time because there's so many takes that age poorly, especially in football. <laughs> Why did I bet this team? Exactly. They yeah, they you cover. have the safety of the group chat. Yeah. yeah. Swag was texting all of these things about Yusuf Nurkic. And I, I thought it was interesting enough to bring to the air to say, why? Why are you still reacting as if you're surprised by who he is? This is who he's been and who he always will be. I, I'm actually surprised that you were surprised that Yusuf Nurkic played 15 minutes last night and played himself off the floor. Just because it's... Because of his because we've seen those games and the skill, and he's a big man, and he could if he was engaged, fully engaged. But but he's not like this is who then, he is. Then, I know Joe Crow. I, I they're going it, to trade him. Just, he's eventually, you're gonna get there. That's you hope there's value goes. of him though. If he keeps throwing duds out there like that, I don't know what his value is going to be with the contract. Well, Indiana would probably take him on just because they're going young, so guys aren't getting paid yet. Like, yeah. Indiana's one to kind of I hope. I hope there's a market for him when we get around to the trade deadline. I uh, my fear is there's not. Well, you'll have to attach Keon and something else, especially if we're talking like a substantial upgrade. If you're going Aiton, you're going Miles Turner. Yeah. Those are upgrades. And so, like, my saving grace is I'm fine with it. Is he frustrating? Absolutely. Is it suck that your backup big, who's undersized at his position, has to play double the minutes? I mean, yeah. As long as Chauncey's willing to do that, then okay. But as a... And I think he has been all I year. I think he has shown absolutely he's willing. Why, why, why do you say that? He's definitely shown his ability yeah. to do that. I don't think Chauncey's... Ca- Chauncey doesn't care. He's not married to minutes yeah. for guys. That was one of the criticisms we always had of Stotts. It was yeah. like no matter what the lineup was, what his rotation was, it didn't matter how guys were playing, he'd stick with it. Even if a young guy warranted more minutes, even if a starter probably didn't deserve the minutes they were getting, he would just get stuck in his rut and not change things up. That's where I I mean, I give Chauncey a ton of credit for what Portland is doing this year. And it was it was tough last year, man. All the stuff off the floor and how you know, how do you grade a coach when a team is tanking? I, he has done an incredible job this season. And I, I looked at the decision on Nurkic as probably point number one of that. And then the the balls and the willingness to play a rookie 15 to 25 minutes a night in Shaden Sharp, who is continuing to produce for you. Like, it's not easy to do that because you have expectations where you got to win and you're not sure a rookie's going to help you win right away. And Shaden Sharp clearly has done that. But to take a center that's – how much is Nurkic's contract? $10 million a year? $8 million, whatever you ended up getting? Uh, a little bit more than that? Like, whatever I he's think making, he's in the 18 range. Eight, Jesus. They God. gave him a four-year $72 million that's dollar right. deal. That's right. It was a four-year $72 million dollar deal. I he got that's what I'm talking paid. about. So, I hope there's a market for him. And that, that argument you're right on. But the fact – I mean, he was two minutes into that game. They're like, get his ass out of here. Like, he, he yeah. has had – a willingness to sit him down if he's not engaged and he clearly wasn't last night that's yeah. just this is who Nurkic is going to be now watch him come out on Thursday knock down a couple of
couple of easy shots early, set good screens, play good defense, and everybody's going to say, hey, Nurk Fever's back, and then he's going to disappear for two weeks. That He is the Nicholas Batum of centers. He shows you what he's capable of, but it is incredibly inconsistent, and you never know what you're going to get on any given night. And then when we trade him, we'll regret trading him and wish he'd come back. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Because when you go Nick Batum, I'm like, I would have loved Nick Batum this year. He's, he's, he's found his role later in his career, for sure. Yeah, but he's found it with the Clippers. Uh, all right, more on this. Bobby Marks at the bottom of the hour. What does he make of Portland? And how legitimate is Portland in Bobby Marks' eyes? We'll find out at 7.30. Dirt and Sprague, 7.14. We're back with more Blazer Talk next on the... Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I love uh, I love the internet sometimes because it gives us hilarious things that people take really seriously. And one of those was yesterday. I didn't mention this, but somebody made a fake meme, like a graphic, and it was a picture of Mario, and next to it was a quote, if you want to know what type of quarterback we want at the U, <laughs> look at what we did with Bo Nix at Oregon, end quote. <laughs> And we had one of our listeners say, this this isn't real, right? And I saw a lot of people going, is this real? There's it no is chance. not real. There's no chance that's real. It's not real. He did not say it as much as we want to think he said it. He's probably thinking it to some level. but <laughs> He said a lot of stupid stuff this year, but he did not say that. So I just want Duck Fan to know that is not real if you see that circulating on the Internet. <laughs> Great job, whoever created that. Back to the Blazers. Bobby Marks coming up at 730 We'll get his thoughts on the first place Portland Trailblazers. That is crazy to say out loud, is it not? Ten almost four. fifteen games into the season too. Like this isn't like four and zero oh first place. I mean, I know there's still a long ways to go. Long ways to go. Long ways to go. Long ways to go. But you're 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 continuing to win. It has not fallen off the cliff yet. Anytime somebody comes up to, because I'm I'm really happy. You know, we cover the Blazers here. I do a podcast on the Blazers. 
doing some of this stuff does take, admittedly, a little bit of the fandom out, just a little bit, because you're always, like, looking for the right approach, right? You're trying to be neutral and, and honest here. And one thing I say to Blazer fan who's ecstatic right now is it's awesome. It's I think it's real to a certain extent. I don't know about first place in the West real, but just remind yourself, what is today? November Today is November 15th. Yeah. 16th. They have a 16th. game in March. So just remind <laughs> yourself that when you were, when you say in April. There's a lot of games. There's a lot. So, but you a have lot. played one sixth of the season. You have. But but you have to say that out loud of like Yes. Nah, that's right. I've seen enough. How far does March Let feel for you, you right now? Because it feels way away. But they win last night, they go ten and four. Let me ask you this, because yeah. we're not gonna get to the Blazers probably in my portion of the show. Okay. And I wanted to ask you guys something. Yeah. So no matter what happens this year, I, like they're, they're surprising people. I thought they were going to be better than some thought. I did not see this coming. Uh, I think you did. You had them six seed, and I thought that was the dumbest prediction I'd seen. In my I life. did. I had them in the yeah. six seed, but I mean, right now they're playing better than a six seed. They're sure, the best team in the NBA. <laughs> well, not quite the NBA, but you get my point. Let me ask you this though, because I think also what you have as a Blazer fan is it's it's exciting to see them win now, but you also are maybe thinking you're probably a year or two ahead of schedule, right? Like you got a lot of young pieces, you're trying to see how this fits. You got some you know financial wiggle room in the off season and some other moves you can make. The Nurkish potential trade. How do we feel about Shaden Sharp's potential to start at small forward long term? Uh, small forward because no. that's going to be your lineup, is it not? Like if he is sticking around and he continues to play this way, if you're not Look, getting rid of, rid of Dame or Anthony yeah, Simons, well, Shaden Sharp is going to be your small forward. The letter O wants to retire here. Yeah, you're you're, you're asking me a question that's way down the road. I'm just curious because he's played so I, I don't great. Think he's a three, and he has been amazing off the bench, and he's knocking down shots. I don't think he's a three, and that's the uncomfortable part of the future question that you have to have with yourself because if you're talking about asset and championship building, we don't have to get there. Okay, you're not there, but you yet. get what I'm saying. Okay, without yeah. saying it, I mean I, I I know what you're floating at. Yeah, I think there's I can, I think you yes. can float it for either of them if we're being honest. Oh, uh, well, not the letter O. Okay, I I want a statue guy. Like, let me have a guy. I mean, I'm with you. I'm Can not... we have one? We I'm... we got one. I'd love one. The first one we got hated us and sued us. The next one we got didn't retire in our uniform and doesn't even identify with our franchise. And the one after that had his career cut short. Can we have one, please? <laughs> We don't get nice things. I want nice things. To me, though, that's one of the bigger things that I'm watching is just how does when Sharp is on the floor with two other guards, how does it fit? Uh, Because he's such a he is so much length. He's such a freak athlete. That's where like I get that he's not the size necessarily that you would want as a small four. But if you would have asked me at the start of the year, how how do I feel about Josh Hart starting at the? I was concerned. I would say hell no. But he plays bigger bigger than his body. He's grabbing nine boards a game. If Shaden can put on the the requisite weight, and I believe that they're already he's already in the program. He will get here. And he's 19 years old. Give that kid 15 to 20 pounds plus a little Johnny seasoning spice all over his game with experience. And maybe there is a conceivable path with that athleticism and the ability to jump. He had, I think one of I think it was his first shot that he made when he came in was a hanging layup. (laughs) I mean, that was a shot that you don't think about because it's just a layup. But if you rewatch the tape, he jumps, guy jumps with him. And he's able to hang in the air longer before he comes to the ground and get a get an easy look for himself. A lot of players can't get that shot. Nope. And so everything for him just is smooth. It's natural. There's a poise to him. I've never seen that kid emotional one way or the other. He goes and has a bad night, doesn't do much. Eh, face looks the same. Goes and gets you 13 last night. Eh, face looks the same. 
he is incredibly mature. Despite what you thought coming out of Kentucky where he chose not to play for a year. That was a controversial decision. And many people did what to him? He's not competitive. He's not mature. He's not ready. And you know what? Some of that not ready stuff I bought into because it's from people that I trust. And I think those people have admitted as much publicly like, hey, I was wrong. He's ready. The maturity aspect has been the most pleasant surprise from him. We knew he could shoot and we knew he was a freak athlete. Seeing that on the floor is great. But what we didn't know was what was the maturity of him? How ready really was he for the league, man? Because to be 19 and play in this league with those minutes, not a lot of guys cut out for that. No. And so his maturity of everything that he's possessed, I call him baby Kobe in jest. I think there's a lot to his game that reminds me of Kobe. I know he gets the Roy stuff. I'm not. I don't see the Roy stuff quite the same as I do baby Kobe. But that being said, regardless. It's the maturity for me that pops with Shaden Sharp. His maturity level at this league at 19, it jumps through the screen at me. Well, it's not even just maturity, too, because I agree with you there. I think it's his basketball IQ. I think that's one thing you're always wondering with an 18- or 19-year-old kid. Like, do you know where to be? Do you know what the right play is? Do you know when to make the smart play? Uh, when you're on a break, do you know when it's when I should probably take this out and not attack one-on-three, right? Like, he just he seems like a really smart basketball player, which you don't always get with young guys like that. I mean, he they got off to such a disastrous start last night. They clearly were coming off a road trip, three days off, like not engaged at all, and they immediately went to the bench three or four minutes into the game, down like 15-4, to four, and what does he do on his first possession on his first touch? He knocks in a corner three, and you're like, all right, there we go. He just settled him right back into the game. There's just little plays like that uh, that, that are amazing. But I did have that thought bubble because he's been so good, and the Josh Hart thing has worked out with the starting lineup, and he's not a traditional three, but he plays bigger than his size. I think some of us have been hurt, too. Like the Norman Powell thing was a really bad idea. He's a guard. He's not a small forward. Yeah. He doesn't play bigger in his body. That he was a Hail Mary by He Neil, can't though. guard up you yeah. know, to bigger body. Like, he just can't do it. And so I think that's something to keep an eye on the rest of the year the other thing that i just i know we've talked about it a million times in the third quarter they have some of the they had some of the worst turnovers i've ever seen in an nba game like there, josh hart i love josh hart josh hart epitomizes what portland loves about basketball he had one bringing the ball up the floor where a guy got kind of in his face and he just left his feet had nowhere to go and threw the ball into the stand <laughs> like, they had a lot of those passes like, that were just we, not just off they were like way off. what are you doing just throwing the ball to the third row yeah. like I mean, thankfully, they found a way to win because San Antonio is not great, and they overcame the deficit late. But, dear God, there were some bad turnovers in the second half of that game. Well, the good news is Brooklyn sucks at defense. Well, that's good. I've heard they're better without Kyrie. The Kings scored 153 points on them last night. I did see that, too, yeah. Weren't they like 3-1, and though, without Kyrie? Haven't they been winning more games without him? I don't know. I don't know. I I feel confident for Portland, I'll tell you that much. Okay. All right. (laughs) you know what's funny is we see we thought Portland would be the desperate team to make a big trade because they're not very good and now they're like they're first in the West. You go well, are, how many teams are going to be calling them like, hey, you want somebody that's going to uh, help a good team? Uh, yeah, there's already reports out of Brooklyn that they are uh, not happy with Ben Simmons. Well, yeah, he's been off to an awful shocking start. development. That's one. Hey, hand hand up, hand up. Oh, hand yeah. hand hands, up, hands way up. That one's on me. When you're in Portland, though, I that mean, one's on me. I, yeah, I'll take blame for every bad opinion I have. Bad Drew Banks, the start of the season. <laughs> I, I'll defend the Simmons thing. Like, you have to get weird sometimes in this city, man. And luckily for Joe Cronin, he got weird a different way than I would have gotten weird. He got weird with Jeremy Grant, who's playing as good as anybody in the league right now. Jeremy Grant can get weird with me anytime, anytime, any place. Doesn't matter. I'm in. Uh, real quick review. We got Bobby Marks coming up. Uh huh. I, I thought the uniforms were even worse on the court than 
they looked in a picture. Why don't we do so, – I, here's what I'll say. The, I don't like the uniforms. I think the carpet yeah. thing's kind of stupid. Yeah. If you're wearing them, go all in with the floor. You're going. Your hat. You're one toe in, one toe out, and I don't like that. Well, what do you mean with the floor? A lot of teams around the NBA, depending on the jersey they wear, change the floor with oh, the jersey. You want something on the court? To it doesn't. Carpet. You're not wearing team colors. Yeah. So give me a floor that's different. Give me the paint that's the carpet. Give me the three point line being a turquoise line. Like give me the color scheme on the floor, and it'll fit more. I told you they should do the baseline with the carpet design. Yes. And I'll get, I'll throw one out. They should have a rollout carpet in the tunnel. The Blazers come out. Boom. And then you run on the carpet. Like, let's go. Like, when you, when With I see a like red a baggage number, when there's red and black on the floor and you're wearing a color scheme that's not yours, yeah. it just doesn't, it uh, didn't do it for me. I didn't, I didn't think those jerseys looked very good. No. Not a fan. No. Uh, coming up next, Bobby Marks, former front office exec, ESPN. What does he make of the Portland Trail Blazers in the start? They're off to. We'll talk to him next for the Daily Ticker. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at Get Puro puroair.com that's g e t p u r o a i r.com I'm Tony Kornheiser this is my show my friends come on and you know them we talk about the sports you care about basketball now golf and the metronome of your life baseball whether it's opening day the big tournament or one of the majors we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened and let's not forget the important stuff the amount of daylight where i live the importance of speedies and the rankings of beach style pizza Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about. And some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Spray is brought to you by Pelican Brewing. Born at the Beach. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Wednesday. Brought to you on the fan by Pelican Brewing Company. Born at the Beach online at pelicanbrewing.com. Really excited to bring back one of our friends. Haven't had him on in a while. Bobby Marks of ESPN. Former front office insider at BobbyMarks42 on Twitter. Bobby, uh, good morning to you, man. Our Blazers, look, it might only be one-sixth of the way through the season, but they are in first place in the Western Conference, and we are enjoying the hell out of it. How surprised is Bobby Marks that the Blazers are off to a 10-4 and start? Yeah, I mean, I thought they would probably be a team that's contending for playing, probably one of the probably nine or ten, um, just based on, you know, really how deep this Western Conference uh, was or is with, you know, certainly with, you know, the Clippers, what we thought was getting healthy with Kawhi back and, you know, the guys in Denver with Porter and, and Jamal Murray and, you know, certainly with Golden State, New Orleans, Dallas, I mean, a list of teams here. So, yeah, I mean, I think – Hey, anytime you come off a what a 27 win uh, season, and you're picking in the top seven or eight of the lottery, the turnaround to go to the top of the Western Conference is probably not many what many people are, are thinking about. I mean, certainly um, health has you know health health has played a big role in it, and um, I know there's been some games that Damian has missed, but um, they've done a nice job. You know, I think the goal is 
to, you know, just find some stability here and, you know, not, not get in, in one of these prolonged um, losing streaks that we've seen uh, teams um, go through. But, um, the, you know, what Joe and his staff have done so far um, have paid off. Um, you know, I wrote about it yesterday. I'm actually writing about it for next uh, for next Monday here. But, you know, it's it's hard. You know, when you when you when you have a guy like Damien on your roster, um, who's 32, and to retool a roster around him is not easy. <laughs> I mean, it is not easy at all. I mean, I think you could have gone one or two ways, and you know, certainly um, trading him would have been one way, probably the easy way out, and just kind of build through drafts draft equity, which is always not the right way to do it here, but um, they did the opposite and um, you know, that the moves they've made have, um, have really benefited them. You know, Bobby, all the time, I think fans and, and media alike, we, we, we dive in, especially with long seasons. I said this earlier, I said, fans are ecstatic. 10 and four is a great start. Fans are yeah. already going off like, Hey, what's this going to be for the year? How awesome is this? And I, I always have to say they have a game in March. It's November right now. <laughs> like that feels so far away. You got to remind yourself it's a long season. What what changes would you make in terms of the way you view this team though? Like how much are you buying what you're seeing from them? I know some of these other teams are gonna they're gonna get better, they're gonna change a little like the Pelicans could get it going, the Grizzlies will get it going. I assume the Mavericks will be in most games because of how good Luca is. These teams are gonna get better. You expect Portland to take a bit of a slide, but fans are already recalibrating win losses. We've had media members recalibrating win losses. How real is Portland to Bobby Marks right now? Oh, they're real. I mean, I think the big thing was, you know, their their depth, right? I mean, especially at the wings, um, with you know, with Jeremy um, and uh, you know Josh Hart and you know Justice Winslow. I know he's been out a couple games. Um, it just gives you a lot of different lineups to. You know, they're not a you know a small team anymore. Kind of in the, at least you know across the board here, they're big. I mean, you put you know Jeremy at three or four, and he's six nine, six ten here. He's played at a high all. He's played at an all star an all-star level here. So, yeah, I mean, I think they just got to stay healthy. I mean, that's going to be the big thing here is just stay healthy. And um, will they be, you know, the top team when we're come closer to the February trade deadline? I don't know. Um, But it's a great story. I mean, it's a great story that, um, that what they've been able to do. And, um, you know, we don't have to be talking about, you know, I mean, you know, trading Damien for draft picks (laughs) like we maybe heard, you know, I think we can forget about that for, um, for the foreseeable future. Well, th- I appreciate that, Bobby, because we had another national show, I think, just last week <laughs> saying trade him for Andy <laughs> Davis. And it's like, oh, oh, what are we can we just it. enjoy it for I a second. we got a guy I, who wants to be here and we want him to be here. Uh, Bob, <laughs> Bobby Marks, our guest. At Bobby Marks 42 on Twitter, ESPN front office insider, former front office insider himself, or a front office um, executive in the NBA. Uh, let me ask you this, because I know you've written about Shaden Sharp a couple of times, and we're just, we're, yeah, sure. we're, we're kind of wowed by him. Uh, you know, to come in, not play college basketball last year. That brings in all sorts of questions, right? Is he competitive? Is he going to be ready? He hasn't played since high school. Well, you know, is this really a guy you want to take a shot on and as in a, at a top ten pick? And to your point earlier about trying to mesh the timeline with Damian Lillard, like taking a guy that many people thought was a project, didn't seem like it was going to fit in the timeline with Damian Lillard. So I guess a two-parter for you. One, how hard is that as a former you know, front office guy where you're trying to evaluate, can this guy help us right away? And it's, is it always just a crapshoot? You never know. And then what have you seen from the Blazer rookie here early in the season? Yeah, I mean, it's extremely hard. I mean, I think, you know, when, when Joe hired Mike Schmitz, you know, Mike basically had the answers to the test already when it came to Shaden. I mean, he had an advantage over basically every team because 
he was able to see him in settings that NBA teams weren't allowed to be at. Um, you know, he basically had been watching him since he was what, 13 or 14 years old. Um, so there was a catalog of a wealth of information there. So there was a comfort level and, you know, just doing for me, you know, doing my background, um, I've said it before on him, you know, the more I learned about him and, the, you know, for people who worked with him and the more I, you know, watched, I just thought, you know, where they were picking, it was, you know, it was a no brainer, you know, if you miss, you missed, right. But you might as well try and, and hit, you know, hit a home run here. And, and I think, you know, giving him 15 to 20 minutes, you know, on, on certain nights here, that only helps his development. I mean, this is going to be a big learn. This is a big learning curve for him, especially when he didn't play at all last year at, um, at, at Kentucky here. So, um, I like how they've kind of brought him, um, brought him along and he's at a position where, yeah, I mean, you, you, you probably have a little bit of an, uh, you're overcrowded, um, here, but, um, in the minutes that he's played, um, he's been, he's been really good here. And, um, you know, the timeline for him is a little bit different where Damien is, you know, Damien, you know, you know, Damien's not looking for, you know, seven 19 year olds to be on this roster. (laughs) You can have two with him and Jabari, right? Like you can, you can do that and then add veterans with, you know, certainly with Nurkic and Winslow and Hart um, in in that group there. How how do you explain what Jeremy Grant's been doing this year? Because Bobby, we haven't seen, we haven't seen this from him. This is a level that we haven't seen from Jeremy Grant. It's been high level. I mean, he played like that uh, the first year in Detroit. Um, he, I mean, but that team struggled. Yeah. So you don't like. How do you equate? You know, a guy putting up you know thirty points on a team that's I don't know twenty and fifty, right? Like, right. but when you're doing it in a in a setting where you're winning basketball games, I mean, he's on a stretch right now. I mean, my goodness gracious, here. And I wrote about you know yeah, I guess it was yeah yesterday in Winston yeah. Brian Windhorst's column and and I and we're all. We all do this. I mean, I do it. We give grades. We do it. And I know the the McCollum trade happened in February, and the um, the Grant trade happened in June. Um, but it's just a, it's a lesson. Like I always say, there's always parts to different deals, right? Like maybe there's only one part, but um, the McCollum trade is, is a lesson. And I know there was a lot of criticism. And I know there was a lot of criticism warranted, certainly with the, the Powell and um, Covington basically salary dump there. But it's a lesson that, you know, there are two parts, two and three here. And, you know, you know, they took that trade exception and a pick from the McCollum trade and turned it into Jeremy Grant. And, you know, he'll be extension eligible, I think, in about a month. Um, we'll see what happens there. Maybe he does it and waits to the offseason to sign a, sign a bigger deal. He's a little bit restricted. But he's been – I mean, a guy in the prime – you know how hard it is to get 28-year-old 6'9 wings <laughs> in the prime of their career? It is ridiculously hard. And they've got one, and he's playing at, um, as I said, he's playing at an all-star level. Yeah, Bobby, let me ask you just a general NBA question because my co-host jokingly says, hey, let's not trade Damian Lillard the way that everybody kind of tends to do here. <laughs> right. I, I just want to ask you strictly just basketball because I've said this. I've been a lifelong Hoops fan. I'm an, an, an NBA League pass guy. Like I watch random games that I have no business watching because I love the NBA. Do you like the way, as a media member, do you like the way that the league is covered? Because I actually think it's a little detrimental the way we cover the league versus yeah. the way other sports are covered. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I and I can and like, and I'm in the, the business of transactions, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I you know write about when players are traded and you know how rosters are built here. But I think we have to be in. We almost have to be in like a moratorium for the first thirty games of the season. Right, like where we're not talking about trades, we're not talking about that. We're like let 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 the season breathe here a little bit here. 
Like just let, and then, and then maybe we get to January and then we could say, all right, this is what certain teams need here. And that's why I'm really hesitant to kind of um, overreact to things. Yeah, you know, certainly I can overreact to maybe Brooklyn and see where they're going and based on what everything here, but yeah, it feels like um, we don't allow teams to kind of build them, build organically, or we don't allow teams that are maybe in these mid markets here to retain their all-stars and retool around them. It's always like they've won 27 games and now they've got to trade Damian Lillard. Or now they've got to trade a, a player in a, in a different market here because um, he's got three years and he's going to leave here. So I, I, I don't like, you know, how, I guess how the, I guess the way of the world is, but I don't think it's changing, you know, unless Twitter, unless Twitter just ends all of a sudden here, but and that might happen. <laughs> it might happen. <laughs> so, yeah, so, like, for me, like, I'm writing about – I'm not writing about trades. I'm writing about Portland, and I'm writing about Indiana for yeah. next week in here and how they've done things in, uh, in Sacramento. Sacramento's yeah. a great story right now based on, you know, the, the Kevin Herter and Malik Monk acquisitions and, and how that roster could potentially get into a plan or who knows, maybe a top six seed. So I get it. I know it, it sells clicks. Um, you know, proposed trades and what we hear here, but I do think it, it is a little bit of a turn off, turn off, at least in the in the first twenty five to thirty games here, where like let's just watch basketball and then maybe we'll make a decision come you know January. Well, and I'm glad I could get your opinion on that, so I could ask you, Yusuf Nurkic trade market. Are we uh... <laughs> <laughs> four year seventy million dollar deal, Bobby? Uh, is is I feel like if Portland can get the right fit at center drew eubanks is fine but he's a backup big if, yeah. if they can find that piece i feel like this team could maybe get even farther than we think yeah it's it's interesting I mean, he's i think he's trade eligible in january um you know i think um you know it's it's 15 pers is a is, is fine right for center it's fine it's not, you know, it's not the old days where Joachim Noah and those guys were getting, you know, $18, $19 million and they were deadweight contracts here. So, um, you know, I think, as I said, like, you know, let's see play it out here that certainly if down the road it's a tradable contract. But at the end of the day, too, like, he's so good for the locker room, right? Like, you don't – like, the one thing you don't want to do is – disrupt the, the chemistry part of it because that's a big factor also here mm-hmm. um and i think portland's going to be interesting when you know when we get to the trade deadline where if this team is i don't know 30 and 14 or 30 and 15 like what you know are you know what are you going to put on a table to become buyers because as i said like the challenge is always to to kind of win a championship around damien's timeline and i know he signed that two-year extension here but like I was joking with Ryan, or, you know, with Ryan Russillo last week, and I said, like, what happens if Kevin Durant becomes available again? Right? Like, you know, are you willing to go all in? And all, what does all in mean? Yeah, all in can probably cost you Shane Sharp, and it might cost you some of your some of your depth here. And that's the kind of the questions that the front office will, will have to ask themselves in the next few months. Yeah, it's going to be fun and exciting. It's great that they're playing good basketball. We're fired up here in Rip City. Bobby Marks, at Bobby Marks 42 on Twitter. You go check out that piece and keep an eye on one. He's writing about the Blazers for next week as well. He's an ESPN NBA front office insider, former NBA front office executive. Bobby, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks here uh, in Portland. 
Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. There you go. Bobby Marks. Really good stuff from him on the Blazers. And there you go. A nice little 47-minute breakdown of the Portland Trail Blazers. Another nice win last night over San Antonio. They are back in action tomorrow against Brooklyn. Let's get to Are You Ready? Because I'm ready. That's next on The Fan. Well, so much for my plans for this segment. Let's get to the hot stove. What do you guys got on the hot stove? What are you cooking? A little soup? A little chili? Um, I, I just had soup yesterday for lunch. It was delightful. Soup is always delightful. It's soup season, baby. Well, I'll tell you what the Seattle Mariners have on their hot stove. That is an all-star outfielder. Because they just this. They just acquired one. How about that? Teoscar Hernandez, who is an all-star outfielder for the Toronto Blue Jays, has been traded to... The Seattle Mariners. We don't know who they sent, but I saw this one from Ryan Divish. It sounds like there's a kid named Chris Flexen, who Mariner fans are... Yeah, Chris Flexen. Yeah, he was in the rotation. Yeah, starting rotation. pitcher. Yeah. Shows how much I know about the Mariners. Come uh, on, man. I'm sorry. I'm happy God, for Mariner fans. I'm not a Mariner fan. With you? Uh, but he's not involved in the trade, according to Ryan Divish. Oh, Flexen's not involved in not the trade. Not involved in the trade. Okay. Well, I know they're trying to get rid of old uh, Winker, Winkler. They're trying to get rid of old Jesse. They want him out of there. That didn't go well. Yeah, get rid of that contract. Uh, Hernandez, for uh, last year, played in 131 games, 25 home runs, 77 RBIs. He had 267. He was slightly down from the year before, in which he had 32 home runs, had 116 RBIs, and a 296. Wow. Relatively young guys, well, in 30, so not you know not over the hill quite yet. Still an effective player, good outfielder. So, yeah, it's a nice little pickup for Seattle. A little protection for Julio in the lineup. Yeah, a little protection, add another bat, you know. Hey, He can DH if you need him to. Well, I think the good thing for a team like the Mariners, though, not knowing a whole lot about any of these players, to be honest with you, but I think the encouraging thing is that you're being aggressive. How dare yeah. you not know anything about T. Oscar Hernandez? What is the matter with you? <laughs> God. Well, watch Blue Jays baseball, would you? First of all, Lerna, it's Tay Oscar, not T Oscar. It's yeah. Tay Oscar. Same oh, thing. here we go with the name thing again. We had a French guy earlier who said you said it wrong. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, how many seasons did Mariner fans go, hey, maybe we could build on, exactly. on what this was, yep. even when they came up short? And Mariner fans are like, that's that's what we did? Yeah, that series against the Astros, you need a couple more boppers in there that, that can hit those solo home runs and generate some offense. I like that. We need a couple more boppers. Yep. Go bopping with the boys. We need more boppers. I like bop that. with the boys. So there you go. Mariners made a trade, pick up in a uh, all-star outfielder from Toronto. We don't know what the uh, return is there yet for what Seattle's giving up to the Blue Jays, but we'll let you know once we find that out. Do you think baseball could do a better job as we asked Bobby Marks, yes. hey, do you hate the way that basketball's uh, covered? He says, yes. Do you think baseball, though, because it's so on the field, it's so analytical, you think baseball could make a bigger deal of the hot stove? Like have some specialty stuff go on that's not just like I mean they do. You just got to go find at night it. on the MLB Network. Yeah, they do, but people aren't seeking it out. It's it is a it, it goes back to college basketball. Like if I'm watching something last night, am I watching a hot stove show or am I watching the Blazers? Tomorrow night, am I watching Packers or Titans? Depends or am I... if your team's in the hot stove. Are you baking the I Giants? I mean, my team is all over the hot stove, yeah, but are. I don't know when it's going to happen. But if things go on all offseason. Yeah, but if you get a passing that says, I'll provide you some information on a set team, then the Giants are in on that. I... You give me a tease like that, then maybe you'll get my eyeball. I think one of the biggest detriments to that sport, baseball tonight going away. I don't think it went away. Uh, it's not every day, it's though. It's not every day. That oh, used okay. to be every single day. Yeah, they changed day. the program. Did they? Yeah. No, I think... Carl Ravitch in baseball tonight. <laughs> I think one they? of... <laughs> I thought they still did baseball tonight. When the leagues went to putting their own networks on, 
and so they and they can't get them to be kind of mainstream. You you took it. I mean, ESPN for all the cracks we take at it is still there. No other network has been able to replicate what ESPN Sports Center is in terms of no other network will be able to no ever. No. So there is something to be said if you can get, you know, can you get ESPN to come back with a nightly or at least in the offseason a weekly? Yes, MLB Network does it, and they have their MLB Tonight Show, and Kenny um, Brian Kenny does the, the MLB Now thing, and you can go get it all, but you have to want to seek it out. It doesn't get shoved in front of your face uh, in just a general sports landscape. Yep if you're just wanting to see what's going on at any particular one time. And I don't know how you fix that these well, days. Well, Warner Brothers already came out basically. It was a report yesterday. Warner Brothers is not going to give the NBA what they want, and Warner Brothers is the parent company of, of Turner. Ah. And remember, Chuck Barkley signed his contract, his $100-plus million. That's a 10-year deal, but it's void if they don't have basketball anymore. Yeah, it's null and void if they don't get the NBA rights. Where would the NBA go if they didn't go to Turner? That's the question, man. Is, They'll is go Turner- streaming. Is Turner for sure going to not do it? That's what people are really It's a negotiation. Asking. or could be a negotiation tactic. But they are looking for, like, a crazy amount of money. I mean, it's a lot of programming. And live sports shows you that it is. I mean, when you look at the top 100 rated things of the year, I know the NFL is the majority it's, it's of it. It's mostly NFL. But you, like, sports will generate, you know, decent sure. numbers, more so than a rerun of Big Bang Theory will. Networks would kill to have what baseball had in the World Series. Yeah. Even they though would. we talk about those numbers being down, those 10 are 10 million still... viewers. People aren't watching that on TV. Like it's... a random show, 10 million people turning in. It's probably better than Shark Week did at any one point. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, well, there you go. We got a little sidetrack. The Mariners had an all-star. I didn't get to what I wanted to get to there. Is Sprague going to be upset about this this weekend? Will he be a fuddy-duddy, a bah humbug on Sunday? I'll tell you what that is. We'll get the Satter story at 8.15. I'm going to start playing a little peekaboo with the Oregon-Oregon State peek-a-boo. game this weekend. Because they both got big ones on Saturday. It's a loaded final hour. Don't go anywhere. Dirt and spray on 1080. The- How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.